Hey everybody, what's going on? It's me again, back. And uh, we have been experiencing, obviously, a lot of some crappy stuff going on in the last few weeks, but I'm going to give you a uh, give you a little bit of a podcast, and unfortunately, it's going to be over the phone, so the quality's not going to be there. I'm going to be working on trying to get the quality better for everybody else, but as far as it goes, this is how it is right now, so please enjoy. Sit down and don't shut up. Hi, everybody. What's going on? It's Ryan McPherson again back with Sit Down and Don't Shut Up. And we're doing something a little bit different, uh, being that this whole coronavirus thing's going on and we can't have close contact with everybody. We're kind of um, kind of trying something new. And as far as quality goes when it comes to uh, what I've been doing the last little bit with microphone setup and, and interfaces and stuff like that, it's, it's, it, does, it is going to sound a little bit shittier quality, but I appreciate everybody sticking around and hopefully listening in on this. And today I have this guy that I've worked with for what was it, Jason? How many years have we worked together? Uh, it's over two years now, off and on. Yeah, yeah, we worked we worked two years at a job, and then uh, and then we we left that job and we worked at another job together, and then from there on we pretty much pretty we're pretty good friends, I'd say. I I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> But now we're with Jason Martell, and there's a little bit of a little bit of an age difference between us, isn't there? <laughs> a little, a little son. <laughs> a little son. Oh my god! Actually, oh my god, there's something I was just thinking about the other day. Remember whenever we went to Maid Marian's for lunch? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. So Jason and I, we went to uh, Maid Marian's. We're working, and uh, we drove a delivery truck together at a job, and. Anyway, we're delivering stuff. Anyway, we stopped. I think it was a Friday or something, but we thought we'd, ah, let's go for lunch somewhere. So we stopped at uh, Maid Marion's there in Charlottetown, and we're sitting down there and stuff, and we ordered our, our food, and this lady comes up to us. I think it was like almost at the end of the meal, was it, or when we're paying or something? Yeah, it was at the end of the meal, just before she brought us her check. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, she was like, oh my God, isn't this cute? And we're like, what's that and she's like yeah oh my god it's so nice uh you know your father pulled you out of school to take you to lunch and i like i like looked at her and i'm like oh i'm 22 <laughs> and she was like oh my god and i'm like yeah and this is my coworker. <laughs> and she was like remember her face just went right what's that in her defense you didn't have your greasy stash no i didn't no i didn't have the, i didn't have the greasy stash going at all but remember, remember, she went back to the she went back to the to the staff there, and she was like laughing her ass off. It was kind of a thing that I was like, I can't. That wasn't the only time either. No, when was it happened? I, I, when I don't remember the other time. We had made a we had made a delivery, and uh, and uh, the lady asked. Um, she said, "Oh, it's great that you can work with your son at this job." Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes. Like what is that? Did we do we look I don't think we look alike, do we? I don't think so. I think uh, just from day one you and I got along famously though. Like uh Yeah, that is really yeah, that is together well. I'm older, you're younger, I'm yeah somewhat taller. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> taller. Yeah, and a few people have said that too. They're kinda like it just seems like you have good chemistry that it almost seems like you you're related or something like that. You know what I mean? Yep, that's true. Yeah, that 
got this one. And oh, going on to that greasy stash that you're talking about. Do you remember whenever? I think you were. I think you were working there at the time. Do you remember when I came with it the first day with it black? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It was funny. I remember. I remember literally. I just started to like. I can grow a half decent stash now, but I remember. I just started to actually grow facial hair, like just at just a little bit. Like it was just starting to come through. And uh, I think this, I found individual black hairs that day. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> that that just for men stuff just came through. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna go to the grocery store and I'm gonna buy a, a box that's just for men. So I went into the shower and uh, I put the it had it came with a little comb, but my hair wasn't thick enough obviously to use a comb. So I had to literally like paint onto my skin. So I was like, it said wait like 10 minutes or something like that. So that was fine. I waited 10 minutes and then I jumped in the shower to shower it off. So I was in there for 10 minutes, scrubbed everything off and then got out, uh, got out of the shower. And I, <laughs> I went to the, uh, the bathroom mirror and I was like, what the fuck? My whole skin was black. So I was like, shit. So I went into the back in the shower, took a, a face cloth and I was scrubbing for like half an hour, got back out. It wasn't even remotely close to being off. So I had to go on Google and Google was like, there was obviously people in the world that had the exact same problem. They're like, yeah, we tried diesel fuel. So I put diesel fuel on my face. Didn't do anything. I tried, I tried every, I tried everything, man. I put Vaseline, I put motor oil, I put this, I put that, I tried burning it off. And I remember like the next day coming to work and it was just like friggin' black skin and, and red face. Cause I was scrubbing so hard and everybody was making fun of me. That's why hair doesn't grow there. <laughs> that could be because of all the shit I put in afterwards. <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to hear a really cool noise and a really nice noise? Mm, I suspect you're going to fart into the mic. No, it's even better than that. Ready? Cut. You hear that? Yeah, did you hear me doing mine earlier? I did hear that. It's pretty nice. <laughs> So, Jason, you listen to any of the podcasts, honestly? Like, I've listened to everyone, actually. Oh, go away. Yeah. So it was a kind no, it's of... It's nice to have in the car and listen to on the way back and forth. Yeah, so that's pretty much what you listen to it in the car, eh? Yep. Yeah. Not yeah, it's uh, Pete did for uh, listening in the house with the boy. What's that? You're not PG-rated PG to listen to in the house oh. with, the, with the boy around. No, no, not at all. No. Actually, speaking of that, I actually, when I first started it, that was actually a big thing. I really had to think hard if I was going to be PG or if I was going to uh, not care about anything. Yeah. No, I think actually, you're good to just let people go like they are. Oh, yeah. That's it, too. And it was really hard to, it's hard to limit people what they want to say. Also, at the same time, that's kind of the beauty of having a podcast. You can say a lot of things and not have to worry about it at the same time. Yeah. But then at the same, but then at the same time, it limits you to a lot of things at the, as well, like YouTube and stuff like that. There's sub, there's sub uh, restrictions and what you can do, what you can say, and Are I've seen sh- that. Uh, you're shooting for a YouTube that? crowd. Though. I don't think you're shooting for a YouTube crowd, are you? No, no, that's it. that's it. I mean, if I ever think, I thought about, honestly, I'd I'd be on, uh, I'd be on different, I'd be on YouTube, and I have a a plan in the next little bit. Honestly, with all the stuff that's going on right now, it really limited me to what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the podcast and everything like that just started to pick up really heavily, and then all of this went on. And I noticed uh, I lost a lot of 
I still got a good fan base, but like I said to you, the last conversation we had, I know for a fact that probably 80% of my people that listen are people driving in the car, like you said you were. Yep. And uh, I think now a lot of people just keep, uh, keep the content coming. I think uh, I think we'll all listen in again. Yeah, it's it's a hard thing too. Like another thing too is a lot of people. Uh, I noticed just my like my analytics and stuff like that. They want to hear. They want to hear a. Uh, they want to hear an interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can t- I can talk all day and stuff to myself and stuff, but it's it's easier too being somebody that's making content to have somebody that you're talking to as well because. If you have a rough moment of having a brain fart, that three seconds of nobody talking is way more noticeable when nobody else is around. Do you know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. Because when you're having a conversation with somebody, if you have three seconds of not talking, some like just naturally the other person you're talking with kind of, hey, man, you remember that time and kind of start something new? Whereas, you know. <laughs> I was waiting for the three seconds. Did you do that? Okay, I was. I actually got nervous. I actually thought that the fucking thing screwed up, and I was like, "For God's sakes!" I actually, I, I actually almost just looked, hung up my phone. I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> also, thanks a lot for not proving my point. <laughs> no, <laughs> this beer is delicious, by the way. What is it? It's a local product close to where you were. It's a oh the, Pilsner the cider. Oh, Pilsner. Oh, I got a Pilsner from uh, the place on the hill. Place on the hill. In Montague. In Caledonia. Oh, in Montague. Oh, Copper Bottom. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. I had the Pilsner a couple times. Pretty good. Without sponsorship. What's that? I didn't know if you were mentioning names without sponsorship. Oh, I don't mind that kind of stuff. I don't mind that kind of shit. I was getting, I'm, I was getting some sponsors here and there and stuff, and it was, it's been, uh, it's been difficult trying to get. Getting that stuff done with everything that's, excuse me, going on with all this shit, man. Mm-hmm. You have a, on another note, I don't, I don't want to talk about it too much because people, I'm sure, are sick of it, but without giving any details of where she is or what she does, but your wife does work in the government with all this going on. How's it been affecting her? Well, she's working from home, which she was doing two days a week anyway. Um, she's now home five days a week, but uh, it's a bit of a hiccup. The government doesn't have enough. Uh, what is it? VPN or secure access uh, for everyone from home? I don't know what that's called, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. let's know. So it works out well. So is she is she solely working from home now? Yep, totally. That's good. Yeah, Steve, the same thing. He's he's only working from home. Yeah, Have I you think, heard uh, anything now that more of that going on in the future? Not just like I think every business is gonna start. Maybe switch into that model. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's nice having the option. It's really lucky for people like her and and whatnot to be able to still make a living and not have to worry about it as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Does uh, so? Have you heard anything? Yeah. Have you heard anything about your job or? Uh, no, I haven't actually. No. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah. What time do you? When do you guys usually start what you do? It was uh June, the near the end of June for me last year. Well, okay. So you might not actually hear anything about it till it's almost to the wire. Yeah. And, they might, uh, they might, and not to mention that your kind of job might likely still be okay anyway. Yeah, I have no idea. It's it's kind of work that has to be done, but at the same time, you're in a vehicle with four or five other people. Um, yeah, I guess so. you have to share. You do have to share a close space, even though technically you're 
your main job is around outside, I guess, eh? Yeah. So hopefully by June, this is all past us and and we're at yeah. the, the beach having a beer together or camping. I know. Even. I, I know. I don't have, uh, to be honest with you, I don't have high hopes about that, to be honest. Mm. That's true. I think by that, I think by June time, when all that starts coming, like rolling around, I think it's going to be just just starting to downslope. That's uh... like like I think I think things will be getting better by that time, but I think it'll still be a point where it's just starting to get better, so we're gonna still take it seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not gonna be just like oh that's great the numbers are going down everybody back to normal it's gonna be okay the numbers are going down let's keep doing what we're doing until fucking October or something silly like that. Well, I've been seeing some posts by through some pretty major health organizations predicting yeah. October 1st. October? Yeah, I don't doubt it. And I guess, too, a lot of people are worried about a second wave, too, right? Yeah, that's that's if we go back to normal, and I think it was ju- June, July, then all yeah. of a sudden there's a bump again. Yeah. You know what I was saying to Charlotte today? I was like, I wonder if <laughs> – this sounds really stupid, and it is. But I wonder if you can buy a vial of spit from somebody that has the COVID-19 from the dark web. <laughs> it's probably it'd be treated as a hazardous waste. You wouldn't be able to get it, I don't think. On the you know, but on the dark web. Oh, on the dark web. Sure. Yeah, like I'm say sure like somebody that has COVID-19, they sell a vial of their spit for four hundred dollars, and like, hmm. and that and that'd be from. For weird people that want to spread it around, or they whatever whatever they want to do with it, I'm sure it's on there. Probably no one's thought about it until you just brought it up. <laughs> I just, I'm gonna have the, the RCMP are gonna be landing in my in my property here in a minute with helicopters and M4s going. Yeah. <laughs> it all I'll started. Think, I said podcast. Podcast sponsored by. <laughs> no, it's crazy, man. All this shit going on. It's it's uh. It's getting realer and realer. Like I was actually talking to somebody today. He, one of my buddies drove up today, and we were talking about 20 feet away from each other. He was in his truck. Yep. And I was, and uh, there were kind of people that. So I was looking. I was telling you this last night, but I was looking on our old chat. We we're in a group chat with a couple of guys. And March 17th, there was less than 150 people that had the COVID-19 in Canada. So less than 150. And now we're over 6,000 today, which is what 12 days later. Yeah. And when we when the first went on, I was kind of going on about it. And pretty much, I have to be honest with, I'm not somebody to brag, but everything that I said that would happen, literally happened to a T. Mm-hmm. And they at first, I don't think, kind of took me seriously. They're kind of like, oh, you're just worrying and stuff like that. But I'm like, no, this is how I, I literally haven't been working. I have enough time to to research and look at all this that's going on. And I'm like, I think this is what's going to happen, and it has. And and anyway, now they're, you know, now they're taking it pretty seriously, but it has, it has spread crazy, man. It's, and it's, and it's, it's the uh, kind of thing is, sorry. I wonder on. how you, I wonder how you would have reacted to all this when we first started working together after you just quit smoking. Like you were yeah. pretty worried about a bunch of stuff. Oh, Imagine for sure. Oh, yeah. Going on. Well, the thing is, actually, I was talking about, we we're actually talking about that the other day and. And it's, it's kind of a weird thing anyway, that anxiety that I kind of dealt with after I quit smoking, it uh, it kind of was over non-realistic stuff. Like the, that kind of shit doesn't scare me it, or that kind of stuff didn't scare me. It was the stuff that I didn't know. Like I was more worried about heart attacks and that kind of shit. That was my kind of like paranoia. But as far as that kind of stuff, that stuff like 
my anxiety, I, I was never worried about if a guy pulled a gun in my face, that stuff didn't scare me. It was just more like stuff that I didn't know. I couldn't control, I guess. I don't know. And I guess as far as the heart attack goes, you can control that. You just look after yourself and you do that. But, but as far as this whole other thing, I mean, if you're staying at home, you're not going to get it, right? Yep. Hopefully. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, realistically, there are people that have got it that are young and die from it. But realistically, I'm in the I'm in the category where I probably just get a I probably just get a mild flu and I'd be done with it. Yeah. But I don't. Uh, but I don't want to pass. I don't want to pass it on to anybody else that could get it and die from it. I I think it's the kind of thing that probably everyone will eventually get, right? I think everybody so, will. Yeah, it's so prevalent around the globe now that eventually. Like they may have a vaccine for it in the future, but eventually, I think everyone will get will have had it at one point, right? Something I was thinking too about that is, uh, it's crazy to think if this was something that is as easy as easy spreadable as this is right now, mm-hmm. but was as deadly as something, but was as deadly as something as Ebola, what would the world do? Oh, we'd be screwed, man. <laughs> like It'd it's be... something that nobody takes. Like every government, especially the USA, they spend billions and billions of dollars on on nuclear warfare to be able to produce nuclear weapons and do this and do that. But they spend zero dollars on any kind of biological thing that can happen close to home. You know what I mean? Yeah, all that money and weapons doesn't do anything against a disease that came from an animal in China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's funny, like, something I was talking about there the other day, like, the uh, it's funny, so China's a communist country, so they they have less regulations, like food regulations and all that kind of stuff, obviously with those markets that have been going on, right? Yeah. Well, they have less regulations, so there's more likely, there's more likeliness of disease to be spread, which happened, but at the same time, they're communist. So they're able to eradicate it very quickly because they can look at everybody and say, listen, if you walk outside your house tomorrow, you're going to be shot dead. And that's just China. No problem. You know what I mean? In Canada, we have – what's that? Go ahead. And in Canada, we have all these these rules and all that, which are a good thing, like as far as food regulations and whatnot, what have you. But at the same time, when something like this goes on – we have to worry about everybody's equal rights before we can actually make a decision to uh, to act on something very quickly to to take the problem away. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of a it's it's kind of a catch twenty two between both places. I was just listening to CBC Radio, of course, today. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, did you hear about South Korea's thing they're doing with tracking people with an app and cell phones? No, I didn't. So um, depending on where you are and what you've been doing your cell phone you everyone has to download this app if you're a traveler and you get a a green a red or yellow um like indication yeah and if you're green you can go about your normal stuff but keep social distancing and everything and then yellow and then red of course is quarantine and all tracked through your phone so they're tracking movements like if you're if you're red and your phone moves they're going to your door like yeah sort of deal well and i heard even that, that I heard can't even happen canada. in canada because of civil rights right 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know if you've seen about Trudeau saying that he wasn't opposed to doing that. Mm. No, I haven't. Yeah, they put out they they put out that as a last resort. They said that they that uh, Trudeau Justin Trudeau said that he wasn't opposed to using cell phone trackage to make sure that people in Canada are self quarantining. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean that's a good thing. But you can just leave your phone at home. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is a good thing. It's definitely, it's definitely another tool to the arsenal. But at the same time, it's like, it's only effective. I mean, if you if you had to go out and you knew you're somebody that's going to quarantine, would you not just say, okay, I'll leave my phone home? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but it is a good tool. I mean, for the yeah. most part, everybody needs to, have their, needs to have their phone. And but I said to jo- we we're talking and stuff like that yesterday. Uh, yesterday, and I was ta- I was saying like I would do how I would do things differently. And I was like, I think Canada, I think really needs to get the military involved and i think that the i think that the rcmp and stuff should have more they should pass it that the that they have way more rights that they don't have to worry about so much you know warrants and all this kind of stuff mm. like we, we we know somebody we know somebody on a on a personal level that just recently got back from cuba yeah anyway he uh he got or I, i'm saying cuba i don't know if that's where it was but it was somewhere down south and he uh he he quarantined for about five or six days and got bored and then had all of his friends over and they were putting on Snapchat of drinking with them and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm sure sharing bottles of liquor and probably sharing smokes and all this. So I'm sure I know a couple, a lot of people that were pissed off and probably reported this particular person. Yeah. Well, like I said, to, I said to the guy I was talking to, I said, I said, the worst part about what goes on here is, OK, so you call into that about that person that goes to a provincial party, like a, a government party. The government party has to contact either local police or RCMP. The RCMP has to conduct an vesti- investigation. They have to look into this person. They have to prove that, yes, they were actually out. And then if they have that enough proof, either they're just going to go to their house and say, don't do that again, or however it works, they find the person. But by that time, they've already been out in public for 20 days. Yeah, that's true. So what ex- so what exactly are you what exactly are you solving? You're not solving anything. You're just you're just get you're just making somebody get in trouble after the fact of what they do. And I know that's the how the law works in in our country. You don't get in trouble until you commit a crime. But it it should be it should be you call the number, you give that person's name, and regardless of what happens, they kick in your fucking front door. And uh, and there's just it's kind of an it's a kind of a guilty till proven innocent, I think. I don't know. I know. I know that sounds. I know it sounds harsh, but I just think that's how it should be. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, but I think they have to have a few examples right away. And yeah, Nova exactly. Scotia's, Nova Scotia's done that a couple of times now already. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, they have been doing that. Yeah, and that, and I don't know. Yeah. I think. I think. I definitely think that there has to. The the police have to have more more rights in the issue, and there there has to be some kind of either a military force or something to to scare people there has to be i mean like i know people close to me that that haven't been that haven't followed guidelines and it's like by the time you can call in by this like it's it's too late what they've already been out and about and doing this and doing that there's just nothing you can do or they should have people they should have people that are going uh, that are doing that had done travel to have some sort of check-in or they need to have some sort of local you know what I mean? Like even what you said with their phone, they should have a thing on an app where you have to press I'm home on your app and the location pings to your house. You know what I mean? I'm not against that, actually, to be honest. Yeah. Like imagine if you had a phone app or something like that 
And I know obviously there's ways around with anything. You could have just somebody at your house pressing it, but there should be either a video log where every hour of the day you have to say on your phone, I'm home, send it to the RCMP or I don't know. I know, I know what I'm saying doesn't necessarily mean what I, what it should be. I just mean something in that lines that really guarantees a solid solitary. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It'll never happen. It'll, by the time any of that kind of stuff has to be enforced, it'll be too late. Yeah, I think so. Because that's, that's the way our society works. We don't, even with people that get, that are sure somebody's going to either kill them or whatever like that, what do the police say? Well, did he hit you? No, he didn't, but he's threatening my life. Well, call us back whenever he shoots you. It's the same thing here. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, we can't do anything until the person's already done it and spread it to 45 different people. But on another note, I'm really looking forward to summer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you can, getting sick of winter yet? Well, we were we went for a drive on the North Shore yesterday. Yeah. We went through the park where you're not supposed to stop or park or go for walks on the beach, but there's dozens and dozens of cars everywhere. Um, but yeah, even going up there, like the fields are almost bare. And I'm just looking out my window and we still have like two feet of snow and even more in places on our yard. I know, man. But there's a lot of snow. Like, there's like a small patch of grass in the front, like right around the house. And it's, it's like Alexander was already <laughs> out playing on it. And we, I went out and I stood on it the other day. <laughs> yeah, I stood on it. <laughs> it's funny, too. Like, it's funny how with this time of year, you're just so excited to do the first cut of grass. And then you only have to cut it one time. And you're like, I fucking hate this. Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, every, I'm, I'm honestly every year like even whenever we didn't have our own lawn, but like I knew that I could go over to dad's place and cut his grass. I was yeah. always just like, I cannot wait until summertime comes so that I can get, start the lawn tractor. And then, and then so like two weeks later to cut there at your place. Oh, there'd be about, I think there'd be over half an acre. Okay. That's not too bad. No, no, I got a brand new lawnmower. Nice. But it's actually, it's actually not a bad, not a bad spot to cut. It's nice and relaxing, uh, but we're, uh, we're doing quite a, I don't know, man, we're stuck between, not a lot of people know this, but we're talking maybe about in the next, we kind of have like a five, six year plan that we might end up just building a new house. Yeah. Happy it didn't start out right now. <laughs> well, it's kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind of a hard thing to say, honestly, because if you're to do that now, the interest rates are super fucking low of, on anything. Yeah. So a buddy of mine say, was going to um, build a new house starting in March. In March. And- He's pretty happy, or, or sorry, in May. He's pretty happy he didn't go through with it because he'd be pretty well screwed right now. Well, that's it too. The, the only thing that's kind of good is our country's really helping people out with payments and stuff. Like they're kind of having the forgiveness and stuff, but but still, it'd be hard knowing you have that kind of thing. Like we're lucky we don't have any mortgage, we don't have rent, we don't have this, and and the house mm-hmm. is solid. But at the end of the day, if I wanted to make it look how I wanted to make it. Might as well spend that money on a big down payment on a on a brand new pre prefab. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, I'll never I'll never make this I'll never make this house straight. I'll no. never I'll be able to do that. I'll never be able to do a lot of things. It's just nice. Even with the history of this house, it's just kind of nice to be like, you know what? Two hundred and fifty grand, and we have a brand new home, or I can spend sixty grand on renovations and still have a hundred and fifty year old home. Yeah, and yeah. Just include more bedrooms so you can fill them with kids. Jesus. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I can't, I can't confirm or deny that one. <laughs> I'm sure Charlotte would deny that. <laughs> I've seen that. Uh, I've seen, oh yeah, she'll. It's funny how women are. They like after the kid grows up, like our little one now. He's not a. He's completely polar opposite. Tucker was. He's up all night. He hardly sleeps. He is kind of a handful, and and literally, she's like so tired and all this, and it'll only take her five more months, and she'll completely forget about all that hard time. Yeah. It'll be oh, we should have another baby, and I'm like, yeah, but remember how much that sucked? I know, but still, remember? Like, yes, I remember. Do you not remember the uh, pain you're in for eight months? No, I don't remember that. Listen, I have five uh, percent of battery left. Sorry, man. Five percent. You didn't even um, charge your phone. Well, I thought it was. The boy was playing on it. I didn't know. Oh, my gosh. You're watching porn. Kids do that shit. That's fine, anyway. I'm, we're getting to the point, anyway, where, well, I could keep talking, but I don't want to go too far. We'll be able to do this again and talk about more stuff. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a good check for you for sound and, and everything. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll say this. Um, we'll end it here, and I'll do an intro, outro, and then we'll talk for three more seconds just to say bye and then i'll cut that out but cool all right well it was another well it was a different one but it was another podcast from sit down and don't shut up and ryan mcpherson and jason martell and i hope you had a beverage while you're doing it jason i'm on my second actually from a great little brewery up in borden oh borden what one's that bone oak right on Listen, all right man well I pre- i'm not What's gonna that? put a plug in for bone oak but I went on their website and I ordered my beer and it was at my door yeah. at three o'clock the next day. Are you serious? Yeah. Who ships it? They they drove it here themselves. And how many beers did you get? It's a minimum eight beer order. So I just tried eight beer to try it, but probably yeah. next time I'll get some more. Wow, that's hard to believe. That's pretty good. Yeah, and I, I said to the guy, I said, man, that's great that you do that did you come all the way for just one like one delivery and he goes oh no i had uh two in morale and one in mount stewart and three in montague and i was like holy <laughs> that's hard to, that's actually hard to believe yeah no it's, they're they're great guys uh i'm drinking an oatmeal stout right now it's fantastic that that sounds good oh, all right man so well it, uh like i said well, I, won't, I won't end the conversation here but i appreciate it <laughs> No, great time.